Peace, family. It's your man, Mo Morris. And I want to welcome you to Hood Radio. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army. What's up? I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army. What's up? I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army. What's up? And if you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you. If you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you. And if you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you. That's because we winning, family. This ain't no facade, family. Let me let everybody know in the room, family. I ain't getting paid to do this, G. You understand what I'm saying, family? I ain't got no sponsor. You know, I ain't got no silent partner in the room feed me dollars to get on the phone and try to make you feel better, family. I want you to understand that, family. This is straight from the gut. It's because I want to. That's why I'm here, family. See, brothers and sisters, I understand what it is to be dark-skinned, black, whatever you want to call it, nappy, whatever you want to call it, family. I understand what that is, family. I understand what it is, family. And I understand how they try to hold us down, man. I ain't nothing special, family. I'm just an answer to prayer, family. I understand what it is, family. It's because of my grandmother's prayers, family. That's why I'm here, family. And my grandmother wasn't praying for nothing, family. My grandmother was praying for me to make a difference, family. That's why I'm in the room, family. I'm in the room because I'm from it, family. I know what it feel like, family. That's why I'm here, family. I ain't fronting, family. I ain't fronting, family. I ain't trying to send you off. I ain't representing. I ain't in the room talking about vote blue no matter who. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't in the room with a milk mustache on my face talking about vote or die. No, that ain't me, family. I'm in the Bricks, family. I'm in the Inglewood community in Chicago, family. I'm around the brothers and sisters, family. I'm touchable, family. I'm fighting for you, family. I'm fighting for your mama, family. I'm fighting for your uncle, family. I'm fighting for your grandfather, family. I'm fighting for your family members that ain't even here yet, family. That's why I'm in the game, family. You know, we out here, man. You know, brothers and sisters, I promise you, couldn't nobody walk up to you right now and go in your pockets. I promise you, I don't care who you are, where you at, you're not about to let nobody walk up on you and go in your pockets, right? Because you ain't going, because you ain't built like that, because you tougher than that, because you willing to stand up for your rights, because ain't nobody going to disrespect you. Family, somebody walked up on you right now that you did not know and started going in your pockets and you let them go in your pockets. Family, you need some prayer. Family, you a bitch-ass nigga. Ain't nobody in the room about to let nobody walk up on them and start walking in their pockets. That ain't about to happen. Think about it. And by the way, this hood radio, you understand what I'm saying? This ain't Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, family. This ain't Sesame Street, family. Sometimes you're going to hear some cuss words on here, family. You listening to a dude that know what it is to walk down an alley, family. You understand what I'm saying, family? I'm just talking to you, family. My family ain't had no trust fund, family. I'm from the bricks, family. I'm from this. This hood radio where we honoring our own dreams, family. I'm talking to black people first and foremost, family. I'm not talking to everybody. I want everybody to understand that straight up and down. 
I'm a black man. My message is for black people. My message is to black men. My message is to black women. My message is to black teenagers. My message is to black adolescents. My message is for black children. I'm black. And proud of it. I ain't around here walking in the corner, in the corners, trying to walk in the shade like you can't see me, family. I'm standing bold up front, G. You understand what I'm saying? I'm here to win. I'm here to win, family. Not only am I going to win, I'm here for you to win. I'm here for your children to win, family. Understand why I'm in the room, family. When you see Mo Morris, you're looking at a man that's fighting for your family. You're looking at a man that's standing tall, family. You're looking at a black man that come from a black mother and a black father. I got a black grandmama family, you understand me? My granddaddy didn't even comb his hair when he got older, family. I come from it. You understand what I'm saying? My granddaddy didn't have a high school diploma, family. But my granddaddy worked hard enough where he raised his family. He had two boys and one girl, family. You understand me? And them people had their own property. They moved from the South. He, my granddaddy was from Mississippi. When my granddaddy died, he was a homeowner, family, of his home and other properties, too. And he didn't have a high school education. He was born in Mississippi, family, and I don't care what you say, family. You don't get no realer than Mississippi. Not for black folk. You know them white boys was loving little niggas in Mississippi. Mississippi? Mississippi. That's where my grandfather from, and he made it. My grandmother from Missouri. That's the show me state. You understand what I'm saying? My grandmother, a leader. I was born to be here, homie. It's in my bloodline. I come from leaders. I come from leaders. I come from strength. I come from organization. You understand what I'm saying? I come from beating the odds. I come from overcoming them. You understand what I'm saying? Man, it's Mo Morris, the one-man army, homie. This ain't no slogan, man. I ain't looking for no TV commercial, homie. Man, I'm the one-man army because I don't, I don't got to have a bunch of niggas around me hoofing and hollering and talking about this, that, and the third and ain't doing a damn thing for the people. I'm in the building. Check my record, homie. Check my record. Check my record, homie. I'm from the hood, 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 homie. Trust me when I tell you that, man. Trust me when I tell you that, family. Trust me when I tell you that, family. My mother would come up to my school every Monday. My mother had two days off. Two. My mother took Sunday off for church. And she took Monday off to come up to my school. And my mother would go to every one of my teachers. When I tell you every one of my teachers, I mean every one of my teachers. When I tell you every Monday, I mean every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday, G. Every Monday. As long as I was in school, my mama was at my school every Monday. You can't imagine nothing like that. You can't imagine nothing like that. You couldn't imagine nothing like that. You couldn't imagine your mama taking off work to start the week off, 
going to your school. And my mama was at my school every Monday. And you know why she was like that? Because my mama wasn't playing when it came to my education, G. My mama took her position serious, family. My mother was a mother. You understand what I'm saying? Being a mother is a God-ordained position. You know, we look at it like I'm just a baby mama. Or I just got a baby. And this, that, and the third. God gave you a child. God has shared something with you. Because God gave you your child, right? God has shared something with you. And my mother took that serious, family. My mother took that serious, family. My mama wasn't perfect, family, but my mother was up at my school every Monday. And my mother took my education serious. So you know what that did? That made me take education serious, family. And I'm here to let you know, family, our children's education is our responsibility, family. Our children's education is our responsibility, family. And you can sit up here and foam at the mouth and you can tell me about how insecure you are about education because your mama didn't help you read and your penmanship ain't good. Hey, man, don't nobody care about that, family. I'm talking about you. You got kids now. So would you have an opportunity? See, what I said one time, and it's true. Our children are an opportunity for us to strike back. Our children are an opportunity for us to strike back. That's what our children are. You know why we sitting there looking at our children as they're burning because we can't go to the club when we want to. Or we got to break a little bread on them and we can't go and get that bag of weed that we used to get. And we tripping. Now we're looking at our children negatively like we're not responsible for our children being here. Our children our responsibility. Our children's education is our responsibility, right? Do you feel like that though, parent? Tell the truth. You ain't got to lie. You ain't got to lie, family. You ain't got to lie. You might just look at your child like, look, man, I'm supposed to go to work. I'm supposed to feed the mother. Uh, I'm supposed to feed this shorty, make sure some clothes on their back and praise God. You know, the living arrangement, that's on the mama. Hell, you could be married, have your child in your house every night, but are you working with your child in any way, shape, fashion, or form when it comes to their child education? Or are you looking at it like that's somebody you're supposed to take care of, you're supposed to go to work, but you don't believe that you're supposed to impact your child education. Hey, family, let me ask you this question. In the past month, how many times have you listened to your child read? Does your child believe that their education is important to you? That's a serious question right there. Does your child believe that you believe that that wait a minute, does your child believe that their education is important to you? Does your child believe that their education is important to you? That's a serious question, ain't it, man? That's a serious question, man. That's a serious question, man. That's a serious question, man.
That's a serious question, man. Does your child believe that you believe that that does your child believe that their education is important to you, family? That's a tough question, ain't it, mom? That's a tough question, ain't it, dad? That's a tough question, ain't it, grandparent? That's a tough question, ain't it, uncle? That's a tough question, ain't it, auntie? That's a tough question. That's a tough question. Does uh, does your child believe that their education is important to you? Our children's education is our responsibility, family. And what we got to do is we have to stop creating excuses. We have to stop allowing ourselves to be distracted. What is more important than our young people's education and them learning? What is more important for our young people to be prepared to be successful for the future, family. Like I said, our children are opportunity for us to strike back. You understand what I'm saying? Like, man, Empire Strikes Back. They said that was the best sophomore movie ever in the history of cinema. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back was coming off New Hope. Star Wars, New Hope, a New Hope family. And New Hope, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, it was crunk. It was crazy, man. It was a great time. It was action-packed. Hell yeah. And you happy. But the Empire family, they struck back. The rebellion whooped the Empire family. You understand me? Blew up and did they thing. They blew up the Death Star in a New Hope. They blew up the Death Star. The Death Star was a killing machine. It was shaped like a planet family and it could destroy entire planets. But it had the precision where it could destroy a city within a planet and not destroy the entire planet. That's how powerful the Death Star was. In A New Hope, everybody came together. They got a good momentum. They got in some fighter jets. And blew up the Death Star. It was crazy as hell. Crazy. But when the Empire Strikes Back came on, family, you know what they was doing? The Empire Strikes Back, family, and this is real talk. I'm talking about in the middle of space, family. The Empire was rebuilding the Death Star. <laughs> they were rebuilding it. They were rebuilding it, and they had got more aggressive. The Empire was off the chain. They was rebuilding the Death Star. They was smashing cats. They was bloodthirsty and they was hunting. They was hunting in the Empire Strikes Back, homie. They weren't playing. They weren't playing in the Empire Strikes Back, G. They were not playing with anybody in the Empire Strikes Back. Vader was more aggressive and Vader was already aggressive. Vader was already off the chain. The Empire Strikes Back, man, that boy was off the chain. Vader was off the chain. The chain. You understand me? You understand me? Vader went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Luke Skywalker, cut his hand off and Empire Strikes Back. Cut his hand off. Vader cut Luke Skywalker's hand off Empire Strikes Back cut his hand off.
Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, cut his hand off and Empire Strikes Back. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And Empire Strikes Back, they froze Han Solo. Everybody thought Han Solo was dead. They froze him and sent him off the job of the hut. Remember that? Empire Strikes Back, man. Luke got his hand cut off. Han Solo got frozen and sent off the job of the hut. It was off the chain. But in A New Hope, the rebellion looked like they won. They blew up the Death Star. But the Empire Strikes Back, the Empire got it together, was rebuilding the Death Star, got more aggressive, started banging cats, smacking them in the mouth. Luke got his head cut off. And next thing you know, Han Solo was a wall decoration. Because the Empire decided to strike back. And parents, this is an opportunity for you. This is an opportunity for you to strike back. Family, your first episode, your first Star Wars, A New Hope, it, you ended up, you felt like you was hopeless, family. You didn't get it done. You didn't get it done, family. You underachieved. You didn't give your best effort. Right on, family. I understand. It's real talk. It's real talk out here. It's a lot of regret in the world, family, ain't it? It's a lot of regret, family. I guarantee you, family, it's a lot of people out here living right now that if they could pay $25, they would go back in time. And I'm talking about a specific time. I ain't talking about just going back to time to kick it, homie, or go to prom. I'm talking about a specific time where they could change a situation based on that first decision. Right? Brothers and sisters, if you have a baby, if you have a child that you are raising right now, that child is an opportunity for you to strike back. For you to better, for you to correct some mistakes, to inspire you, family. I want to encourage you, family. If your child is in high school, just went into freshman year, just went into their sophomore year, just went into their junior year, just went into their senior year, I want to encourage you to, to, to get behind your child, encourage your child. But more importantly, family, if you haven't finished your college, if you haven't gotten your high school diploma, I want you to get your high school diploma before your child graduates from high school. It's because you and your child will be going to school together, family. And that can motivate that child to care about education because you can let that child know that you need their help to finish your education. It's okay to lean on your child, family. It's okay to let your child know that you need they strength sometimes, family. Pride ain't from God. Pride ain't from God. Love is from God. You can look your child in the face and look your child in the face and get them the real. It's your child, family. And if you need your child help, family, let me tell you something. If you failed at something, G, you ain't running through the door to go do that. You know how they tell you on the test, take care of the easy things first, then deal with the hard things. But then as you grow up, you hear people deal with the hard things first, then deal with the easy things. Which one would you prefer to do? Would you prefer to do the easy things and build up a momentum, then deal with the difficult things? Right? Brothers and sisters, if you have not finished your education, I'm talking about your high school diploma. If you one year away from finishing your college degree, 
I'm telling you that you can take the energy from your child, that your child is displaying in their education. You can join your child, get behind them and push them through education. And you can make up in your mind because your child is going to be in high school for four years, family. So whatever you got going on in academics, you can get it done within those four years, family. So if you can get your two year degree within them four years, family, you know what that'll do. That will encourage your child to finish, family. You and your child can be studying together how inspiring would that be for a child to be able to sit down and study with their mom study with their dad study with their auntie study with their uncle study with their cousin grandmama imagine if you was a reader family and you sit down and read with your child every day while they study and they can ask you questions and help you you taking two hours out of your day two and a half hours out of your day three hours out of your day to sit down with your grandchild and help them with their work and just be there with them. You don't think that'd inspire your grandchild? Brothers and sisters, we are responsible for our child children's academic confidence. That's what I said. Academic confidence, family. It don't matter what it is in this life. You're not going to do it well unless you have confidence. Period. And your confidence is who you are. You understand what I'm saying? Our confidence is who we are. Your confidence impacts your self-esteem. You have a number of young people walking around here right now with low self-esteem. And the reason they have low self-esteem is because they don't, they haven't seen achievement. They haven't felt achievement. They've been broken down. They've been promoted. Failure has been promoted to them. They're not securing themselves. But those individuals who are raised in a victorious environment are confident. Brothers and sisters, if we want our children to do better in school, we have to improve their confidence in themselves. First and foremost, family, who the young person is, is the student they are. You can't separate who they are and who they are in school. You can't separate that family. Children can't you program their mind like that. They can't even dance like that right now. Yeah, it can be programmed into them, family, but you can't expect no child to think like that. A child has to be taught to think like that. Period. 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 We have to impact who our children believe they are. And the only way you can do that, family, is you can understand who you are. You have to understand that a plan is going to need to be made, a plan that's going to need to be developed, a plan where the child is a part of it, the plan where the child is giving their input. If you want children to have an input, give them an opportunity to build their future. If you want children to participate, tell them you are giving them an opportunity to build their future and look them in the face and tell them that you will put them in a position to be successful. And see what happened. And see what happens. See, brothers and sisters, we sitting around here, you know, I'm looking at grown men mimicking young boys. You understand what I'm saying? I'm looking at grown men 
who still miss the street. You know, I, I, I tell my people this all the time. You know, I believe you need to ask a dude who they were in high school. Because for the most part, who you are in high school is who you have been within society. Even if you changed, praise God. But you was that dude that you had to change from longer than you are, longer than you've been this dude that you've changed to be. You were that dude longer than you are the dude that you are now, family. Period, point blank, family. You understand? Our children's education is our responsibility. If we want children that believe in themselves, we need parents that display belief in their child. Your child can only go as far as you push them and and provide for them to go. Your child can only go as far as you and your child plan for them to go. Now, that's a powerful planning session, right? Imagine a parent sitting down with their child planning out that child's life. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Imagine how far a child would go if they plan a future with their parents and constantly worked on that and build a plan and made it happen. If a parent sat down and built their child's future with them, their child will have direction. Their child will have a plan. And brothers and sisters, when we sit down and begin to build the future with our child through planning, what we are doing, we are impacting our child's education. And our child's education is our responsibility. So brothers and sisters, when we take the time to focus on our children and to give our children what they need and what our children need more, they don't need a video game. They don't need name brand shoes. They don't need name brand clothes. They don't need a car. What they need is a parent that believes in them. Period. Mom, dad, auntie, uncle, cousin, grandparents, do you believe in your young person? Do you believe in your grandchild? Do you believe in your cousin? Do you believe in your nephew? Do you believe in your family member? Do you believe in your brother? Do you believe in your son? And when we find that our answer is yes to that question, what we will find is a successful young person. Because any young person that has provided motivation and direction from significant family members and people in their lives are individuals who are set out on a course to follow are individuals who have provided directions for individuals that they trusted to give direction to them. And they're going to give all they have to give. And if we have young people out here following the direction of wisdom, giving all that they can give, what we have is a recipe for success. What we have is a recipe for excellence. What we have is a recipe of for perseverance. And what we have is success. Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. Communicate, brothers and sisters. Love your children. Kiss your child. Hug your child. To display love to your child, you don't have to be wealthy. 
Your wealth is your love for your child. How powerful is that? Brothers and sisters, when it comes to seeking God, you can't have your expectations in mind because God does not operate from our mindset. God operates from a higher mindset. So brothers, sisters, teenagers, adolescents, I want to encourage you to relax and correct the things that you need to correct and put yourself in position where you can hear from God, where you can be directed by God, and when you begin to be trusted by God, then you will begin to be used by God. Peace. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and thank you for listening to Hood Radio. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and thank you for listening to Hood Radio. Peace. What up, Chicago?